Come on in, people, and welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of Urban Magazine. Your boy Denzel UG here reminding you that all through the show and even after that, you can always keep in touch with us, and that is on the social media pages at Urban TV Uganda. Personally, you can slide up in my DMs or even follow me back, and that is at Denzel UG. One more time, welcome. Let's get it started. On the show today, we're going big, and we have a big star joining us with our exclusive interview of the day, none other than Waire from Kenya. Now this dude, many people will remember being a part of Necessary Noise, uh, the group, uh, the duo that went on to uh, give us quite a number of hit singles quite a number of years ago. They broke up, they came together, and they're back in studio giving us some music, but we decided to sit down with him and find out a little bit more about what their plans are for 2024. It's very hard to disband and come back together and go into stardom yet again again. But on the show today, he tells us a little bit about their plans and whether he thinks they can still reclaim uh, their past glory from the yesteryears. Today on the show, we present none other than Wild. She want a man who be fearful. She don't want a man who be so ungrateful. She don't need a love to be painful. More time for your heart, she be grateful. Why Seen you got a um, or was it in January when you were here? Yeah, I was here about a month ago. Uh, I'd come to to have a meeting with uh, Spice Dan and her team in regards to uh, getting her to be the next brand ambassador for, for 22 Bet in Uganda. I, I run a PR and marketing agency which is called the Blow Agency, and uh, they tasked us with uh, running the, the media, uh, the PR and marketing campaign for, 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 the, uh, for the past two years actually. So, uh, like in Kenya, the brand ambassador currently is, is Calligraph Jones and also Nadia Mokami. We started discussing about getting a potential brand ambassador for Uganda. We, we, we did our research on the ground and uh, we came up with a list and we narrowed it down to, to, to uh, Spice Diana. Um, one of the reasons we picked her was uh, one, she, she's she, she has amazing engagement with her, her fans online. She has quite quite the following. Um, she's an admirable brand, and uh, which really connects uh, with the, the the demographic that we're looking uh, at when, when connecting with the brand for 22 22 bet. So it worked. It, it aligned with with, with their vision. So Waire uh, is a music lover. Uh, Waire, I've been a music producer for over 20 years. Uh, been a musician for for 25. Um, I most recently joined the music, uh, the, the tech world, and I built a music tech platform called uh, the Blow, Blow Africa. BlowAfrica.com, and it helps artists to be able to monetize their content much easier than regular uh, platforms out there. And um, yeah, we're looking to 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 put you know income directly into into artists' pockets. You can price the music out whatever you want, and people can purchase your music through that. Um, there's, there's different uh, angles that you can monetize on the platform. Yeah. Does it work only in Kenya or can it cross also? No, it's web-based, so internationally you can access it. So even uh, anyone in the US can can log on and be able to support you directly as an artist, an artist from, from, from Uganda as well. And uh, also you yourself, you can do the same for an artist abroad. Um, one thing that we've done is that we've made it very accessible for art, artists to be able to withdraw the royalty much easier. Uh, you, you don't have to wait for, for your royalty to accrue to a certain limit for you to withdraw. Any amount is accessible. Through. Exactly. Oh, in 96 is when I recorded my first song, actually. Uh, I, I mean, I was still, <laughs> still in high school. Um, but the, the music industry has changed. Um, it's come a long way. My first recording was a reel-to-reel -reel, uh, 
recording um, before we moved on to digital. And uh, it's great to see how far the music industry has come, especially uh, when it comes to recording techniques, uh, to how the music is being consumed. I mean, back then, uh, myself and Akina Bebe used to walk the streets selling our albums, you know what I mean, on uh, tapes and CDs. You had to take stock, to, uh, your, your stock of CDs to different stores and leave it on consignment. Touring was a nightmare because uh, if you're going to the US, you have to carry a whole other box full of, of albums and then you have to explain to, <laughs> to customs why you're carrying a whole box of CDs, <laughs> you know. Nowadays, all you need to do is um, put your, upload your music digitally and by the time you're going traveling across, people are singing your music back to back because they've gotten it easy. And, and, and I'm, I'm glad the music industry took that, has, has taken that direction. It's, much, it's become much easier for you to, to have presence internationally. Uh, 1996, when you recorded your first uh, song, was it your first attempt in the music industry? Uh, rec- in terms of recording, yes. Um, but I had been performing still. I started performing pretty young, actually. Uh, uh, my dad put me... He used to take us out for concerts. concerts. Um, he had the largest collection of music ever, so that, that rubbed off on me. Which is, and that was part of my, my upbringing. That's what made me really get into music. Uh, high school, I was in the school choir. I had an a cappella group. So I started performing pretty early to a point where I had no more stage fright by the time I was done with high school. <laughs> you know, so it was a good training ground for me. So this means this, uh, that was your, so it was a solo career music before uh, Necessary Noise and East African Band. Yes, before myself and Nazizi met, we were both recording our music as solo artists, but in the same stable. We worked on the first album together as Necessary Noise. Uh, on the second album, um, now we, uh, the group remained as myself and Nazizi and we worked on the Kenyan Boy album. And I think that's the album that really now took us to, to higher levels. So, so Bashman Crew, okay, that's how already you've heard of how Necessary Noise came up. But, but Bashman Crew, Bebe reached out to us as Necessary Noise because he, Bebe started his career in, in, in Nairobi. And that's where we used to tour a lot, you know, the Miss World concerts and all these things and beats uh, of the season. And uh, he reached out to us while we were in the US on tour. And he's like, guys, I'm doing a comeback concert. I'd love you guys to, perform, uh, to, to, to support me. So we, when we came back from the US, uh, we stayed two days in Nairobi, then came back immediately for Bebe's uh, concert. And when we were here, I remember telling him, bro, I'm a big fan of your song, uh, King of the Jungle. Yes, st- 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 still, still a, a favorite of mine. And he was like, uh, if that's so, let's, let's hit studio, let's see what we can do tonight. And that's the night we recorded uh, Africa Unite. So when we performed the song the next day at the concert and the crowd went crazy. So we saw there's actually some potential here, why not do more projects? So anytime we came out, kept on coming to Uganda, we kept on recording. And that's a period in which we recorded now Fire Anthem, Combination, Kube, all those songs. That's how East African Bashman was born. I think for all three of us, the, 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 the solo stint really took off because I think people, we still have different sounds uh, when we're on, on our solo tips. 
there's the group dynamic which brings out a whole new sound and when we're individually doing our solo projects uh, we all have our individual strengths as well so uh, I'd, I'd say I'd been pretty busy because I think I managed to drop maybe two or three albums in that period of time I've toured a lot and I've also been privileged to also handle a couple of endorsements as well I know the sound I want uh, and, and I experiment a lot so it helps yourself to be able to reinvent yourself as, a, as an artist I've, I've been privileged to be able to work with many artists as well you know I mean I bring up a lot of upcoming artists and also I worked with established artists in terms of production um, I think that's, it's, it's also given me an advantage when it comes to doing my agency work because I've had my history of also doing, producing a lot of uh, signature tunes and radio commercials for, for different corporate entities. So now that I'm actually running my own <laughs> agency, it made sense uh, because of my experience. <laughs> but if you have the passion for something, you do it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a, it's just about time management. You know what I mean? Um, if it's one thing I've, I've managed to do since I was young is plan my time well. And I think that's helped me. So when it comes to now handling uh, the platform side of the, in fact, the next half an hour I have a meeting. I have to dash for a virtual meeting upstairs. Handling agency work after that. Uh, on the weekend you're doing your shows and tours. Uh, I love doing it. As long as you plan your time well and then you also need the right team. Because if you don't have the right team, trust me, you will not pull it off. You'll, you'll burn out. You know what I mean? So we give thanks for the opportunities, man. Uh, Uganda is definitely my second home. I, I think it's, it's one of the first markets that really um, welcome, welcome, welcomed us in terms of our art. The, the reception, uh, reception of our music here oh, was amazing, man. I always felt when I'm performing here, I felt like I'm performing back home. So I think that gave Uganda an edge for me. Uh, when I perform here, I feel like I'm performing back home. And, and, and uh, I mean, people are singing the music back to back, that the airplay was there. So I think that's why we had a very warm welcome here. And I will always be appreciative of that. For me, being a family, family man has, uh, it's grounded me. Um, the music industry is madness. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not easy. There's a lot of pressures that come with it, you know. Uh, and challenges, you know, you trying to maintain relevance in the music industry, uh, like you know, I'm handle, handling all these jobs you're saying. I think family life is the one thing that keeps you sane, uh, reminds you that you're human as well, and and it, it keeps you it keeps you grounded. You know what I mean? So so I give thanks to it. I have no regrets at all. Yeah, I'm loving the new crop of artists, and, and I'm glad to see that they brought a fresh sound to the industry but I'm also loving how the old guards are still holding it down I mean um, I think Bebe dropped a single about two three weeks ago an amazing video uh, it's good to see the old guards still holding forth and also I love seeing when, when, when they come and do uh, combinations with with uh, the older generation and the, and the new newer generation it always brings out fresh new sound and uh, I, I, I like it when that synergy is there because that shows that you know you're that sound, uh, that's, that's what brings up a new sound, you know, and creates uh, longevity for the artists and the industry. Says she want a man who be fearful. She don't want a man who be so ungrateful. She don't need a love to be painful. More time. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't tell you to use my hand. Until next week, two fingers for me. Peace out, y'all.